Okay, it's 8.15, and I do understand why I see so many sad faces out there this morning, because I know we're causing y'all to miss some school. We're going to do our best to get you out of here so you can get back as quick as you can. Before we get started, what I'd like to do, you're going to have a chance to witness a little county government today, and we're going to get a chance to listen to y'all, but I'd like to have a little introduction here with just some of the county staff that's here. And I am Joe Weber, and I serve as your Fayette County Judge. And over here to the left, we have... Brandon Pixon, County Park. Chase McBroom, uh, County Commissioner, Precinct 1. Luke Sternall, County Commissioner, Precinct 2. Harvey Barkanoff, Commissioner, Precinct Number 3. Drew Brosman, County Commissioner, Precinct Number 4. Cindy. Cindy Velka, County Oliver. Kevin Schumacher, County Attorney. So, if you have any complaints about anything in the county, see all these people. Me, okay, just go right to them and they'll be able to get you fixed up. Okay, but anyway, welcome this morning. It's going to be a great commissioner's court. And with that said, I think we ought to have entertain a motion. Will we open? Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimous. Please stand for the plan. Contest at the county, district, and state level. 
There are approximately 300 parade workers and approximately 40 adult employees volunteers enrolled for the 2021-2022 year. Barbara Mao, Council Treasurer, will now present some of 4-H achievements. Good morning. We have eight community clubs, two project clubs, and several project groups that participate in the typical livestock projects, as well as photography, wildlife, shooting sports, food nutrition, clothing, educational presentations, vet science, public speaking, robotics, judging events, dog project, and much more. In just a moment, you will hear from the clubs and learn about their activities. Bay County Forage members were very fortunate to exhibit their livestock in the various shows that, and had a very successful sale in conjunction with the shows. Through the sale of their livestock, they brought, they brought in approximately one million at local and major livestock shows. Also, three graduating senior 4-H members were awarded a Texas 4-H Opportunity Scholarship totaling $34,500. We are also very fortunate to have several Texas 4-H Lots ambassadors, Mr. Cooper Mao, Ms. Harper Mao, and Ms. Kaylee Hensley, and Texas 4-H Healthy Texas Ambassador, Ms. McKenzie Ponchick, and District 11 4-H Officer, Mr. Cooper Mao. The SCH quiz bowl will advance to the National Western Roundup in Denver, Colorado in January. Madeline Wilbridge, Council Reporter, will present some of the community service activities that Bay County Foragers have been involved with. Community service is an important part of 4-H. Just a few of the important services that 4-Hers provide to our community are collecting items for nursing homes, volunteering at the animal shelter, collect canned goods for local pantries, hosted the 4K Colorado Walk, and raised $2,800 for the Empty Bridge 4-H Scholarship and award, awarded scholarships to graduate and seniors. Collected items for veterans, donate items to teachers or groups, collect backpacks for Uvalde schools, and much more. Mackenzie Ponchick's Council Secretary, Secretary will call on each club to give their club report. I will now call on each of the clubs to tell them a little about their 4-H clubs and what 4-H means to you. First up is Fayetteville 4-H. Our 4-H projects are sheep, swine, poultry, rabbits, beef, goats, food nutrition, livestock judging, wildlife, consumer decision making, clothing, shooting sports, and photography. Our community service donate money towards the Do It For Eat scholarship, participate in the Lixilla Parade to promote 4-H, collect canned goods, give to the area food bank, present teachers with baked goods, candy, fruit, wear 4-H shirts, promote 4-H week, host Ms. Casper as a speaker at FIC to promote 4-H, members create gifts and cards for veterans and present them to the at the FISD Veterans Day program, have a wall of members at school to promote 4-H members. Uh, for our leadership activities, safety day group leaders, ag day presenters, attend commissioner's court, submit record books, have members serve as delegates on the county council, Texas 4-H Livestock Ambassador, and Texas Healthy Texas Ambassador. Something unique about our club, we are a small community with a large number of members each year who are steadily involved in at least more than one 4-H activity. Our president is Mackenzie Punchick, Vice President Cooper Mao, Secretary Cashman, Treasurer Harper Mao, Health and Safety Officer Reagan Moreau, Reporter Kami Schley, Parliamentarian Logan Fritch, and our county delegates are Logan Punchick and Cami Casper. Thank you. Um, now I'm going to call on Flatonia 4-H Club. Good morning. My name is Ray Lianto, and I'm the president of the Flatonia 4-H Club. Good morning. My name is Ken Freitag. Our 2022-2023 club officers is Silly Hanson, she's a health and safety officer. Addison Berkman is a nerd, 
Good morning. My name is Tegan Collis, and I'm the Secretary, Treasurer, and Council Delegate of the Fayette County 4-H Horse Club. Good morning. My name is Lane Riley, and I am the Parliamentarian and Council Delegate of the Fayette County 4-H Horse <coughs> The Fayette County 4-H Horse Club meets the second Tuesday of every month at the Fayette County Shares Post Arena. At each meeting, we both teach and learn all about how to safely handle horses, the anatomy of a horse, and how to properly handle tack and equipment. We started allowing our members to bring their horses and start riding to allow more hands on the land. Our club also practices many skills that are useful outside of horse knowledge. For example, we practice our public speaking skills when we give our activity reports each week. Community service is something our club focuses on. We sign holiday cards to give to nursery homes, home residents, and decorate pumpkins to donate to local business for Halloween. We also donate toys to Deputy Santa program for families who can't afford Christmas. During National 4-H Week, our club will follow the county guidelines and embrace our 4-H pride. Our club decided to donate $150 to the one-day 4-H color run, which wraps up National 4-H week for our county. Our last meeting was on Tuesday, September 13th, and if you're interested in getting more horse knowledge and horse experience, come join our next meeting on Tuesday, October 11th. Thank, Thank you. you. Range Sports Club. Make for a fun learning environment. 
and it tasted good when it, it was finished. Good morning, my name is Will Slowridge, and I am one of the council delegates. Something unique about our club is that we are the largest club in the county. We have over 85 members at our first meeting this year. We had 47 young people that we are dedicated to include all members young and old and both traditions and non-tradition types of projects. Thank you. Our goal at the Brain 4-H is to provide real-life learning experiences for our young members that we will help them be better citizens of our, of our country. Thank you. Pure Country 4-H Club. Our president is Kaylee Hinsley, vice president is Kylie Kelly, secretary is Reese Yoncha, treasurer Raymond Harish, reporter Colton Clazel, parliamentarian Rachel Matoka, and our town council representative is Colton Clazel. Club manager Carissa Karish, reading information, Thursday, Sunday, 7 p.m. at the Fayette County at Dolik. Our footage projects and activities. We helped with 4-H Fun Night, participated in the one-day 4-H color run, participated in poinsettia sales and raffle tickets, sold tickets for the Farm Bureau fundraiser dinner. Our members participated in a wide variety of projects, including livestock judging, beef, leadership, poultry, lambs, vet science, and rabbits. There are community service projects. We bought and wrapped Christmas gifts for our nursing home residents collected donations for the animal shelter, collected and donated items to Amen, sponsored and participated, and helped with the one-day 4-H color run, created Easter cards for the nursing home residents, and also a group of our members also helped with the Fayette County Bucky Camp Program, serving as mentors, as well as the Fairs Mountain Busting and Ag Olympics held in conjunction with Ag Adventures. Leadership activities. Members operate several activities, groups, at the Forage Fun Night, assisted with ag adventure exhibits at the Bay County Fair. Members assisted in set up, load out, and clean up at the Fair's commercial Fair show and the Bay County Junior Livestock Show. Something unique about our club. A majority of our members share beef cattle projects, and our club is growing. Just a few short years ago, we only had around six or seven members. We are now up to over 25. Thank you. Round talk for me, 4-H Club. I am Chloe. Me and Chloe. Round talk for me, 4-H Club meets on the first Thursday of each month at 7 p.m. at the Round Talk Club. Great presentation. The RTC 4-H Club has members who participate in challenge, show, clothing, wildlife, habitat, evaluation, photography, swine poetry, commercial practice, testing, decision making, cover speaking, goat, rabbits, leadership, shooting sports, and vet science. My name is Bill, and I'm the Solvage Round Talk Home, Boys Club Host, and Ladies Corner Deputy, both have the Round Talk and Home. 
speak about our club. During major strokes, show season, our 4-H club is well represented not only in show and livestock, but also with one of our challenges. In the past three years, our club membership has tripled.
four each learning. Something unique about our club, we are a small club learning new opportunities to develop the new skills needed to create positive changes in our lives and communities. Thank you for your support at 4-H and our Winchester Club. We would like to thank you all for your support of the Fayette County 4-H program, as well as letting us come to Commissioner's Court this morning to share our accomplishments from throughout the year. We are looking forward to another successful 4-H year. Please enjoy all the snacks that 4-H members have provided for you, and thanks again to Commissioner's Court for allowing us to be here and for the continued support. Hey, I want to thank all of you for great presentations, okay? And uh, I also want to thank Ms. Casper. I want to thank all the AgriLife staff, all the teachers that are here who work with you throughout the year. And I know we're working with you as y'all prepare this presentation. I'm going to change the order a little bit. Before we declare a proclamation, formally declare a pro proclamation and recognize all the things you do, I'd like to give the commissioners an opportunity to say a few words because I know they're heavily involved in many of your programs and support. I just want to say thank you all for all the, the voluntary and community service work you all do really helps our community and brings us all closer together. As the judge said, you all are our future and couldn't be proud of what we see here today. <coughs> we, uh, <coughs> our family is pretty involved in the 4-H programs and uh, it's kind of like everyone in baseball and volleyball it seems like every weekend there's something going on and and we get a chance to interact with people that we don't even like the Karshes, the Meltons, the groups from Schillenberg we've got all of our um, livestock judging so it gets us a chance to see some of the community also so we really enjoy that and uh, we do appreciate I know our group from Flatonia and all the other ones they do a lot of community support and I, I think all the communities really appreciate that too so thank y'all. I think that everybody deserves a round of applause for the great presentation. You know, Fayette County is a great place to come back and raise your family, and you can see why. Look at all the great things that the kids are doing here, you know. I know in today's world, technology is important and everything like that, but to me it's not as important all the things that y'all are doing in the community. Y'all get out there among the people, y'all are doing great things, y'all are what's going to keep this county growing in the future. And I want to thank y'all for that. I really appreciate all the presentations. I know it's not easy getting up here speaking and everything like that, but it's a great learning curve for y'all. It's something you're going to have to do in the future. So I really appreciate all the presentations. Everybody did a wonderful job. So thank y'all. Okay, this is uh, going to be an important proclamation. And I'm going to read it. And then I'm going to read it. And then the council is going to vote on accepting it. And then we're going to sign it. And then we're going to get all y'all up there. Could I, could I move we accept the presentation before 4-H? Oh. That'd be a good motion. <laughs> <laughs> there's second. Second. And there's no discussion about that. No. <laughs> All in favor? Aye. All opposed? The motion carries the Okay, let's look at this proclamation. National 4-H Week proclamation celebrating opportunity for all. Whereas the Fayette County Commissioner's Court is proud to honor the 4-H Youth Development Program of the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service for 115 years of providing experience-based education to youth throughout the Lone Star State. And whereas the admirable program which seeks to provide a learning experience for all youth through their heads, heart, hands, and health helps young Texans to acquire knowledge, develop life skills, 
form attitudes and enable them to become self-directed, productive, contributing members of our society. And whereas the program's more than 550,000 urban, suburban, and rural youth participants, participants ranging in age from 8 to 18, hail from diverse ethnic and socioeconomic backgrounds and truly represent a cross-section of the state. And whereas the program undoubtedly could not have achieved the success that it has today were it not for the service of its more than 22,000 volunteers who have given generously of their time, talents, energies, resources to the youth of Texas. And whereas throughout its proud history, the 4-H program has developed positive role models for countless Texans, and through its innovative and inspiring programs continues to build character to instill the values that have made our state strong and great, now therefore be it resolved. Fayette County Commissioner's Court hereby designated October 2 through 8, 2022 as National 4-H Week in Texas and commend the 4-H Youth Development Program of the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service and the many men and women who have made the program possible, made the program a success. <coughs> Do I have a motion to accept and sign this proclamation? I move we sign the proclamation designating October 2nd to the 8th, 2022 as National 4-H Week in Texas. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Now the commissioners will sign this proclamation.
you would stay for a with everyone else. If you would like to record public service announcements for National 4 each week, we're going to go up to the third floor in the commissioner's courtroom, and I'll be up there in just a second with some scripts. If you live or go to school far away, like Mountaintop, Bayville, Schulenburg, we'll ask if you go first since you have a little bit of drive back to school. Unless you don't want to go back to school. Right? <laughs> Agenda item number three is to consider to make appropriate action for accepting bids and possibly awarding a bid for the Muldoon Museum. <clears throat> so the bids are due yesterday. So we only got one bid came in, and that was from uh, Double K Custom Home LLC, um, Mr. Coffle. So I had contacted the, I had a couple of other ones that had earlier interest in it. Uh, RES Construction out of Smithville and uh, Travis Seal Consulting. He, uh, I contacted both of them and neither one of them were interested because, and I believe the reason they gave me is because of all the artifacts inside the museum. Those things are going to have to be all removed from the walls and they were just concerned about the, the, the artifacts inside the museum and they said they'd rather not bid on that. So Mr. Coffer was the only one that had given us a bid, and um, and the bid came in at $63,975. So at that point, I guess we, since he was the only bidder, we're, we're, we can go ahead and award the bid to him. We don't have to wait, go ahead and more. So we need to accept the bid. Yeah. So I move that we accept the bid and award the bid to... Double K Custom Homes LLC for the price at $63,975 and also authorize a county auditor to issue a check for draws on material <clears throat> for the Muldoon Museum. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? Consider take appropriate actions concerning approving the payment of currently due Fayette County bills and expenses. And I defer to our county auditor. We had some uh, invoices that we needed to take care of. Uh, there was a draw for the to all construction for the foundation and the metal building for the EMS number four for one hundred forty nine thousand two hundred eighteen dollars and seventy five cents. Uh, we also indicated put the half down payment from the generator that will go near the county clerk's uh, office, which will uh, help her office and cover the internet <coughs> the courthouse. That was $28,236.10. Um, then we had some HRA claims that we needed to go ahead and pay. Those totaled up to be $28,948.29. Uh, and then we have a couple more items that were for the American Rescue Plan, uh, and evidence software for the Sheriff's Office, and then the subscription for the Weather Center, which total our whole entire amount for this go around to $220,337.12. Any questions? What is the subscription to the Weather Center? 
it is it's through the Glass Recycling Foundation. Their goal is to get glass obviously recycled and to reuse it. So the fact that what Paul does with it is pulverizing and people use it for different things, it, it's not quite the way that the foundation looks at things, but it is useful. So for less than 5000 we can get all these bins, our match. That's a pretty good deal. I mean, because I know the bins he has now in Schulenburg and stuff like that, whenever they take them from the recycling center, and they have to haul them just a little short distance from here, probably to that door to the uh, recycling trailer, they're all beat up and rusted and bent up and everything, and they're not sturdy enough at the bottom anymore, to where the latches unlatch it and all the glass dumps out in the parking lot, and then we're out there shoveling it and cleaning them. So, I mean, it's something that they really need. Those bins are expensive. They're real expensive. And they've been there forever. 20 years, so, probably. They last a long time. It's time I think to it's a good them. thing if we can get some more. Yep. <clears throat> I know we approved the submission of an application to the Glass Recycling Foundation to purchase, purchase a container for glass recycling. So second. Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Must be carried unanimously. Do I have more time? I move we adjourn. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Aye.